Blog Talk Radio.
evening, and thank you for tuning in to Life on Purpose with Deborah Tulane. So glad that you have tuned in to the best in Blog Talk Radio. I am Deborah Tule. I'm your host, and I am your navigator for tonight as we're going, moving forward to living our lives on purpose. I tell you, I'm Louise's baby girl. I'm an author, a cancer thriver, a minister, a motivational speaker, and I am super, 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 super excited to take this journey with you on this week. Y'all, this is the Thanksgiving week, and so I'm super excited to be here tonight. Um, Our topic for the show this week is it's not where you are, but it's where you're going have a special guest that's going to be tuning in and plugging in with us tonight, um, sharing some thoughts on this topic. Just wanted to come tonight with a, an oldie but a goodie, um, the, the song Intentional, because that's what we have to be, you know, in life as we are pursuing our purpose and our destiny in the earth. We have to stay focused and we must be intentional about the things that we're doing. Um, our foundational scripture for the show, as it is every week from Romans 8 and 28, um, the New King James Version reads, and we know that all things work together for good to those who love God, to those who are the called according to his purpose. Um, God is truly working things out for our good and for his glory, even when it doesn't look like it, even when it doesn't seem like it, even when it doesn't feel like it, God is truly working those things out. Let's take a moment and pause for our invite blast tonight. Um, go on and send out a tweet, a text, an email, inbox, and let your family and friends know that they can join us live right here, right now um, on the air. They can dial 917-889-2821 or visit my social media page and click the link for the Blog Talk Radio Show. And also tonight as we go um, through tonight, um, I know that uh, my guest, um, Tracy has some really good stuff for us tonight, so you may hear something that, you know, you want to comment on or, or you have a question about. Well, I invite you to come on and join us live on the broadcast tonight, and you can do that by pressing the number one on your keypad. And what we'll do versus just doing it, you know, throughout the night, we'll have a certain time, which will be after we have our um, our break, our Life on Purpose show for the um, song for the week, and when we come back, then I'll say, hey, you know, go on, push that number one. If you have a question or comment, if you want to share something tonight on the broadcast, we'll definitely give you an opportunity to do that. So don't forget about that um, because we'd love to have you to do that. Um, last week's broadcast, we had um, a guest, um, uh, Evangelist Cinda Hunter was here with us. And we know Evangelist Cinder isn't a, um, she isn't a stranger. She's been here several times, one of my sister friends, and I was glad to um, have her on the broadcast on last week. Our topic last week was uh, we talked about the importance of showing up. Uh, we have to show up to go up. And um, so we had some really good nuggets, and she shared about that topic. You can hear the replay of that by going to, um, to the God Squad 56 on Blog Talk Radio, or you can simply visit my page, um, social media, that Facebook page with Deborah Toule, and click that link and listen to that broadcast as well. Or if you go in tonight after tonight's show, you can click the link that I shared earlier, and it will take you back into um, into the list of um, shows that we've had throughout the year, and you can listen to any of them. I tell you, I've had some really great guests to come and share with us um, throughout the year some really great nuggets out there as we are walking forward to pursue our purpose and fulfill our destiny in the earth. And it's something that we have to do a day at a time. You know, I don't think we ever get to a place that's called there. I think it's something that we must get up every day and make a conscious decision. You know, I'm going to keep on moving forward. I'm going to keep on pressing. I'm not going to give up. I'm not going to give out. But I'm going to keep on yeah, um, um, you know, um, the old people used to talk about, or, or my other seniors, when I was back in the day in the church, and uh, I was a young person, and we had the seniors there, and they'd always talk about, you know, pressing forward for the for the prize, you know, reaching forward for the prize, and that's the mindset that we have to have. You know, it doesn't matter where you are right now, and I want to say that again, but what matters is where you're going, where you're going. And right now what I want to do, guys, um, my guest tonight, as I said before, is um, a lady um, who has some great wisdom, and she's going to share 
share that with us tonight. Her name is Tracy Mac Powell, and we're so super excited to have her on the broadcast tonight. And as you all know, those of you who are part of the Life on Purpose family, I typically don't introduce my guests, but I allow I like them, allow them to share a little bit about who they are, where they live, and just any information they want to share with us. So uh, without further ado, help me give a warm Life on Purpose welcome to um, none other than Tracy Mac Powell. Sis, welcome to Life on Purpose with Deborah Tulane. We're so glad to have you here with us tonight. Thank you, Deborah, for having me. I am honored to be here, very excited about the show and excited about what God is planning to reveal tonight. Um, as you mentioned, I am Dr. Tracy Mac Powell. I'm the founder of Synergetic Solutions. I started my consulting firm in 2012 as I saw the need to work with uh, mainly nonprofits at that time as I saw many of them dying in the community, and I wanted to help them to revive through leadership and capacity building. Um, God took that vision and expanded it not only to nonprofits but to individuals and to authors um, as he led me to write two awesome books. My first book, uh, God gave me a vision uh, at least seven years ago about uh, practical leadership and really promoting the idea that everyone is a leader regardless of who they are, where they are in their life, and what they're doing. And um, I did that on the platform of looking at uh, Mickey Mouse as a character, a non-threatening character to take us along a journey that opens us up to looking within ourselves and seeing who we are as individuals and how we can advance our leadership and learn new traits. Uh, after I published that book, I released my second book in October, uh, which is uh, a journey to a guide to authors and writers. It's really a, a journey for writing and for writers to teach individuals how to write and publish their own stories uh, because I believe that we all have a story that needs to be told and that could bless the lives of others. But we need to get those stories out and get them in print because that is our legacy. So I worked on that project, and we uh, got that published uh, back in this October 2017, and that has already gotten a lot of uh, five-star reviews and a lot of um, sales, and we're very pleased with God as how he has manifested that project and really brought that uh, to light for us. Powerful, powerful, powerful. That is so awesome. That is awesome. And that's one thing um, that a lot of people that I have an opportunity to speak with, they are, you know, they want to write their story or they're in the process of writing their story, you know, writing books. And so, hey, y'all, you know, you can connect with um, Dr. Powell and get some information on how you can get that book from just being a thought or an idea, getting that book published, getting it um, out there. Because I know um, from my own personal experience, I had an opportunity to write a book um, called Grace for the Journey um, out of my personal um, cancer journey and um, and how God blessed through that and so many people, as she shared about um, the, um, the books that she wrote, how your story will be a blessing to someone else. So I've had people share that were, you know, diagnosed with cancer and some of them that weren't, but just the words of inspiration. Sometimes you just don't know how your life story can be a blessing to somebody else. All right, all right. So this you know, this is a question that I, uh, you know, ask everyone, and, and what I found out is that everyone typically has a different answer. But I want to know tonight, when you hear the word life on purpose, what does that speak to you or, or what does that mean to you? Life on purpose is what I believe personally defines me in my life journey. And the reason that I say that is because I believe that God has predestined all of our lives and he has predestined us all to do great things. It's just at different levels. So when I'm fulfilling God's plan and when I feel that within me I am doing what he has called and ordained me to do, I believe that my life is on purpose, and that purpose is one that he has created for me. So I'm pleased when I'm in that space, when I'm in that space that we know that we're pleasing God, we are doing what he has called us to do, we are ministering to each other, we're encouraging each other, we're uplifting, I know that that is his purpose and plan for our lives. You know, he reminds us of this in the commandments. He reminds us, you know, in the New as well as the Old Testament, you know, to love thy neighbor as thyself and, you know, to be the lender and not the borrower and reminds us that we want to inherit, you know, the riches of this earth 
but we also have to do uh-huh. something to do those things. And that is where that purpose comes in. What does that purpose look like for individuals? And for me, it, it, it's multifaceted. It looks like different things, and it could change every day. But I have to be in touch with him at, at a spiritual level to know what that yes. means and where he wants me to go with that purpose. Amen. That's powerful. That's powerful. You must be in touch with God in order for us to find out what our purpose is, the destiny yes. that God has planned for us. We must be in touch with God. That's so profound, and that is so true. Um, and I think sometimes that is the missing piece when we try to do things in our own strength and try to do things mm-hmm. our own way, and then we start comparing ourselves with other people and what other people are doing. And uh, Philippians 4 and 13, when it talks about I can do all things through Christ who all gives things. me strength, Absolutely. you know, who strengthens yeah. me, it never talks about you being able to do things in and of yourself. It was, mm-hmm. And when Paul wrote that scripture, he was actually in prison. And so he was talking about how, you know, when you find yourself with a lot, or you found yourself with little, how you, you know, when you find a state of contentment, which is what he found, he said, whether I have much, whether I have little, I am content. And then he went on to say, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength and who strengthens me. And that lets Mm -hmm. us know that God will give you the grace to endure. God will give you the grace to Mm -hmm. do whatever he has assigned for you to do. Um, You know, the scripture teaches us that even before we were formed in, in the womb of our mother, before we came out of the the birth canal, you know, God already knew us. He had already ordained, you know, a purpose for our life. I'm thinking about the prophet Jeremiah and how, mm-hmm. you know, even, Absolutely. you know, how he had that dialogue with God. And I don't know about you, but you can, you can kind of touch bases on this. Have it ever, has it ever been a time in your life when you wasn't clear on your purpose? Absolutely. And, and it, it still happens. Um, there were times that I was confused, and I must say I felt as if I was going in a wrong direction because I did not feel God's direction. I did not feel him near me. But as I got older and realized, the only way you really know your purpose is you're in constant communication with the word. You're reading and studying and meditating on your word. You're constant prayer and meditation. So when I realize when I'm in that space and I don't feel that things are going the way that I feel they should, I have to check myself and I have to make sure, okay, am I meditating day and night? Am I in my prayer? Am Uh I going to service as I should? You know, it's on us to connect with God because he's always there. He's always there to reassure us. He's always there to guide us. But sometimes we get lost in this world and we get lost in material things and those things that are of this world that we cannot hear him clearly and it's because our ears uh-huh. are blocked. Our ears are filled uh-huh. with entertainers, with TV, with things that mean us no good. And we have to go back to the basics and seek God's face, you know, because his word tells us to seek him. Knock and that door shall be opened. Ask and it shall be yes. given. If you lack wisdom, ask for it. If you lack understanding, come to him and ask for it. He guides us. And that's what I've had yes, to do during those times where I lose focus. Amen. Absolutely. Amen. That's, that's good. That's good. And I'm just thinking that, you know, even as you were speaking, um, I think all of us, if we're honest and if we're transparent, we can say, you know, that we've been in that place, you know. Oh, yeah. um, I sometimes oh, yeah. have to take a, take a minute to back up because sometimes I feel like I'm doing too many things. And so sometimes mm-hmm. we can get so busy in doing the work that we don't yes. have the time, as much time as we need, because you have to spill away. You have to have mm-hmm. that prayer time. You have to have that meditation time. When you just stop moving, stop everything, when you can just get in God's face, you know, pray, read your word, or meditate. Just simply sit and meditate on the goodness of the Lord yes. and yes. give yourself an opportunity to receive all a download from the Holy Spirit. And so that's where I find myself sometimes, sis, is that I have to slow it down. I have to slow my life down because we can get so consumed. And it's not even Mm -hmm. about, you know, sometimes people will say, well, you know, if we're chasing money, we're chasing other things. But I think you can just get so busy doing the things of God, you know, you're doing the work. But then it's it's more than about that. It's more than about the Mm -hmm. activity. You know, God says, I don't want the activity more than I want mm-hmm. the relationship, more than I want the intimacy, more than I want to spend that time with you. And so I have to pull myself back from all the work, mm-hmm. all the action work, 
pull myself back so I can have time to get quiet and get intimate and get in that space with God. Because in his presence, that's where we receive our downloads from the Holy Spirit. When he'll yes. give us that guidance that we need to go to the next step or, or to go to, to that next, through that next door. Um, and if we don't do that, then we won't know which way to go. And I think it's, it's kind of an ongoing endeavor. I don't think, mm-hmm. as I said before, Absolutely. that you get to that place that you just feel like, oh, I'm arrived and I'm there and I don't need God and I just got it. No, it's a step-by-step. We should always yeah. be leaning and always depending on him for direction, mm-hmm. um, for, for, um, for inspiration, for encouragement from him, for, for him to, to lead and guide us. You know, the Bible says that the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord. So we want Mm -hmm. him, we want God to literally order our steps. We want him to be fully in control, fully in control. And that's where we get to to our topic, you know, that it's not where you are, but it's where Mm -hmm. you're going. Because sometimes, you know, just life happens. Life happens, life experiences occur in, we may find ourselves in a situation or in a predicament uh, or going through through some, something that we never thought that we'd have to experience. And sometimes you can become overwhelmed and you can get mm-hmm. um, discouraged and you can feel like, you know, it's impossible. Or instead of you saying, I can do all, you start saying, I can't, instead of saying, I can. And I know how that feels as, as well. Sometimes you don't see in you what God sees in you. And if you're not careful, you'll, you'll get stuck. You will get stuck in that place. So, You know, just looking at it's not where you are, but it's where you're going. Let's look at the first part of that, it's not where you are. Mm -hmm. So for me, that's something, you know, that I, same phrase I tell my nieces and nephews and even people that I mentor, because we sometimes look at where we are and we think this is our destiny. And we feel that because of life struggles, we cannot, get beyond this point. But this is where we have to go back to the Word of God, and mainly in the Old Testament. You know, so many people and so many faiths focus so much on the new, and the new is beautiful. But the old shows us the struggle that those who are called by him face and those that they endure. And I think where we are is where Job was. It was Abraham and Sarah was as they tried to conceive. It was where David was when he searched for his purpose. And he knew what his purpose was, but he felt like he couldn't get there. So all he knew was he was a shepherd. He was handling sheep. So we have to look at these people and these people that God has put before us and say, okay, God, I know this is where they were. But look how you brought them out of these trials and tribulations. Yes, look how yes. you manifested kingdoms into these people. Look how you bless Abraham. And because of Abraham, we are blessed. We are his descendants. You know, you made kings yes. out of shepherds. You raised people up because it's not where they went, it's where they are. And so we can't uh-huh. count out the trials and the tribulations that we go through today. We have to embrace them. We have to look at them and say, though I struggle, though it's painful, yet will I praise you. Yet will I acknowledge yes, you God. as my Lord and Savior. Yet will I give you the praise in the midst of this. Because we know that it does not last always. The word of God is yes. say, press on to what is before you. Glory be. And leave behind what has passed. So when you look at where you're going, you're pressing on, but you have to press through these trials because it's about growth. It's about spiritual maturity. Yes, it's about yes, endurance. Yes, it's about perseverance. Glory be. Yes. We're so thankful Oof. because once we overcome these things, we can celebrate where we're going. We can celebrate the victory when we arrive at this destination that God has given us. Because now we appreciate it. Now we appreciate all the doors that have been closed, all the bad relationships that went sour. We appreciate all the negative things that people said we couldn't, and you will not, and you shall not. Because when we get to our destiny, we know that we have made it this sight of man's obstacles, and only because of uh-huh. God's grace and mercy that we persevere and that we made it. 
So, you know, and this is a trial that we go through every day. It's, 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 it's not that because I'm an author, because I'm a CEO, that I've made it. I would not have made it until I reached the kingdom, until I get to the gate. And he looks at me glory, and says, glory. well done. So it is still glory a journey God. even for me. Positions don't change it. Jobs don't change it. Relationships don't change it. It is a journey of life that we persevere and we look to those things that are greater. And God's word tells us, look to the hills for which is your help coming from. Uh-huh. Not the valley. Glory be. Mm. Yes, but yes. look to the hills. Look higher. Look above all things. Look above all people. Look above all titles, all positions. Look above material things and look above all of that because he's sitting on that hill in that resting uh-huh. place waiting to receive us as we come through these trials and tribulations. Glory be. Amen. So that amen, is, amen. Oh, I just, oh, that is something that, uh, I don't know where all that came from, but I receive it and I'm grateful. <laughs> Girl, you better go on and let the Holy Ghost flow. Yes, go on and speak up in here. Yes, let him flow, let him share, because I tell you, um, we definitely need a word from the Lord, especially during this dispensation in time. Um, You know, we have people on here that may potentially be baby boomers. We may have some millennials Mm -hmm. that's tuned in. Mm -hmm. So we may have people from all walks of life, all ages, that are in different places in their lives. So, um, yes, the word you just shared is so profound because we must remember, we must keep in mind that God is still working through us. We are still a work in progress. Mm -hmm. We have not yet arrived. We're still on our way, and that's why I talk about being a purpose navigator because I know, yes. you know, that until we are, till we either are raptured out of the earth or we cross over from from um, from mortality to immortality, as long as we're in the earth, then God is can still get the glory out of our lives, and we were created for the praises of His glory. So no matter what we're doing in the earth. Our main objective should be to do that which gives God glory, to do that which honors him. We want to honor him with our lives. We want to honor him with what we do, with our activities, with our actions. Because, you know, Paul talked about being living epistles, you know, being a living Mm. epistle in the earth. Because for some people, you know, we're the only Bible that they read. Some people don't read their word, but they read your life. They look at how you're living. Mm -hmm. You say you're a believer. You say you're a Christian. So they literally look at your life and see how you're operating in the earth. They see how what you do and what you don't do. Now, granted, that's not the highest and best, and that's not really what we want because we know that we're not perfect. However, that just happens. It just happens. So for us to think about that as we're living and as we're operating in the earth, knowing that I'm on a journey, I'm, on a, I'm going through a process, and never abort the process. That's one thing, too, we have yes. to always remember. Sometimes the process may not be favorable or something that, we, that we're comfortable with or that we like or that we would have chosen. Um, I think about Paul and Silas when they were thrown in prison and how the Bible mm. talks about when they were in there in prison. And then at midnight, the Bible says that they begin to sing praises to God. And the Bible says that, you know, that everything began to shake like there was an earthquake. And when the earthquake came, that the jail, the, the bars of the jail, the doors were open. They swung loose and they were able to walk free. And how many of us, if we began, you know, no matter where we find ourselves right now in this moment, when I look at where I am right now in Mm. this moment, if I would begin to praise God and I would begin to worship him and then I begin, because now I'm content, I know where I am God I know you see Mm -hmm. me, because the word of God says that you're omnipresent which means that you're everywhere at the same time the word of God says that you're omniscient which means that you are all knowing you're all seeing, you're an all seeing God so there's nothing that catches you by surprise, so Father because I know you know where I am, you see me right now. I'm going to give you praise. I'm going to give you glory where I am right now. When we begin to praise God and when we begin to honor him, despite 
despite where we are, despite my circumstance, despite my bank account, despite my job, despite my children, despite my spouse, despite what my car, despite whatever I'm going through, when I have a yet faith, yet will I give God praise, yet will I honor him, yet will I extol him, yet will I magnify his name, and that's when we see God move in our lives. That's when we'll see things begin to turn around. I declare we will see mountains begin to melt like wax. God said, I will bring low every mountain. I will exalt every yeah. valley. That's why we can't mm. get moved by the things that we see. We can't get moved and overcome by the things that we see in the natural. we got to know that yeah. we are spirit beings. And we're housed in an earth suit. And we live in the earth. But the earth is not our home. Come on. We are kingdom citizens. We are of another kingdom. And we got to begin to live and move and have our being in God. But as we're living and moving and having our being in God, we got to know that we don't belong to this kingdom. We are citizens of another kingdom. And that's how we have to operate. We got to operate like I don't belong here. This place is not my home. I'm just passing through. Now, I know that I'm subject to the laws of the land. I know I'm subject to give honor to whom honor is due. I know I'm subject to those that are in authority, but I'm not going to take back and I'm not going to take down and start living my life as one that belongs here. And that's what I believe right now during this season, during this dispensation of time, that we got to make that shift to know that we are of a, we are peculiar people, that we are of a royal priesthood, that we are of another mm. kingdom. And we got to start living oh, that God. way. See, the enemy will turn up the intensity, the heat on us to cause us to stumble, to cause us to fall, to cause us to give up because of where we are right now. But I declare and decree in Jesus' name, if we think about and, and Daniel and how, you know, Daniel went in the lion's den, and I can just imagine just in my spiritual eye right now, just imagine if that was me and I had, you know, I either had to do what they told me to do and stop bowing down and praying to God or get thrown in that lion's den. You know, my faith is my faith right now where I would say throw me in the lion's den. Is my faith there right now? That's the question. And if it's not there, then I need God help me with my unbelief. Help me to elevate my faith. Help me to believe in what I can't see, God. Help me to trust you more, Lord God. Help me to depend on you more, Father God, because Daniel, the word of God says that Daniel was thrown into the lion's den and that God shut the lion's mouth fast, that the mouth of the lion could not even open. And we know one thing about lions, you know, how lions, they like, they like living, they like living things. And I've heard somebody preach before how when Daniel went in the lion's den, God caused him to go into a deep sleep. Now that's not in the word. It's not spelled out that way, but God caused him to go in such a deep sleep that the, that the lion felt like he was dead. And because of that deep sleep and the, and the, and the lion only eats living things, he didn't touch Daniel. Now that's not in the word, but that was somebody else's, you know, dissertation from that, from that scripture. But what I want to say to us right now is this. Let's keep in mind, let's keep in mind who I am, that God's going to take care of me. God's going to protect me. God's going to provide for me. God is my way sure. God is my way out. God is my all in all. You know, I think about that song, that, that song that um, the lady wrote from Africa, and I've heard different people sing it here. You know, Waymaker, Miracle Worker, Promise Keeper, Light in the Darkness, my God, that is who you are. We have to shift gears sometimes in our heart and shift gears in our mind that we know who our God is. Oh, my God. Oh, God, I thank you. Hallelujah. That we know who our Amen. God is. Yes, Lord. That, you know, that is beautiful. As I listen to you, what is in my spirit is, you know, as we think about our destiny and God's purpose for our lives, it's so important that we let people know of all ages, of all generations, that your destiny is probably different from your friends or your coworkers and the people around you. So we have to be careful how we go to people with questions about our destiny and our purpose because if they're not the creator of that destiny and purpose, they can't explain it to you. This is why we have to go back to the Word of God. This is why we have to keep God's faith for those answers. Because sometimes we have a tendency 
of going to people that are close to us and asking these questions, but what do you think I should do? And what do you think I'm good at? And where do you think I'm going to end up? That's not their place. Only God can answer that for us. And because he wants to put everything in compartments and he wants to give us pieces because we have a journey to live this and everything may not be revealed at one time. He may give us uh-huh. A through D today, and tomorrow we may get another part, but we have to be patient. We can't give up, but if we go to the wrong people, we will lose focus. We will forget our purpose, uh-huh. and we will live a life that's ordained by man and not God, and that's out of the Ooh, will of God. Good. So we have to be uh-huh. careful who we're following and what we're following. Follow the word of God. Follow your ministers and your leaders in the faith. When you're communion with God and you're sitting there and you're in your prayer and your word, everything your leadership and your faith tells you should be confirmation. Nothing should be new because the word of God tells us there's nothing new under the sun. His word is his word. And what he tells you is the word. That's your confirmation, what you get from other people, not your purpose and not your destiny. And I just wanted to clarify that because I think we we need to be clear on that. God, that's powerful right there. Be careful, be careful, be careful. Wow. And you know what? Most of us will find ourselves bouncing things off of people that are close to us. And as Mm -hmm. you just said, most cases, they don't have the resolution. They don't have the answers that we need. And sometimes they may, even though I don't think they would do it, um, you know, from a place that they're not trying to help us, but sometimes they don't know how to, how to help us. So that is a, I mean, we need to, I'm taking that to heart myself. I'm writing that down in my own heart, in my own mind. Be careful. I mean, people love you. People want to help you, but make sure, because I know even with me sometimes, you know, I feel like I'm not a very visual person. So I may ask someone, I may have like a little glimpse of something, but I may ask someone else for their opinion that I feel like is more visual than what I am um, to get Mm -hmm. their opinion about something versus just going back to God and praying about it more, asking him to reveal more of it to me. Maybe like you say, God compartmentalizes things, but to go back to him and say, okay, God, I have this part. So share with me, you know, what's next? What should I do next? What comes after this? Absolutely, absolutely, and it's so important because sometimes we get impatient, and when we get impatient, that's when we reach out to everyone for assistance because we get impatient, then fear sets in, you know, and when fear sets in, you know, we're open to all kinds of things because we're afraid. You know, no one wants to fail. No one wants to go down the wrong road. No one wants to be that person that doesn't have a person or that don't know what their person is. So we begin to make up things because we're impatient. But, you know, we have to be patient, Mm. and we have to look at those people that God, you know, it's not by default or by mistake that the Old Testament is there. And I go back to that because I want us to live and understand the entire Bible. Yes, we know that Mm -hmm. Jesus died on the cross, and because he died, We are living in the new. We have the comforter, which is the Holy Spirit. But look at the foundation of the Father. Look at the Mm -hmm. trial. Look at the patience that they had to have in the Old Testament for us to be able to live today with the Holy Ghost. Yes, that is so true. That is so true. You know, there's a connection, and I think when people get so focused on the new, they they miss it because they don't have the foundation. They think, you know, all oh, the apostles and everything was instantaneous because they were with Jesus, and that's how it may seem. But when you really go uh-huh. back and you do that timeline in the old and you think about how God came to Abraham, he didn't have that child until over 20 years later. Uh-huh, but God uh-huh. came and spoke to him and told him to follow He had to be patient. He had to trust God. Abraham laughed because he didn't believe Uh in himself. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. He was in disbelief, but still he trusted him. He followed him. He moved his family. He went out. 
he began to gather people. He was obedient. And then 20 uh-huh. years later, that was his purpose revealed. That was his promise. Uh-huh. You know, and he was 100 years old. So sometimes we put constraints and barriers come on, on come God on. because come of on. our age, because of our current circumstances. Ooh, that's good but right the there. the same God that blessed him at 100 can bless us at 100, can bless us at 40 or 50. Yes, yes. But if yes. you don't know that old, you can't see that, and you can't make that connection. And that's why it's important to know the Old Testament, to know those characters, to know their journeys, you know, to know. We hear about Job, but get it, read it. We hear about Jeremiah, one of the greatest prophets. You know, he was terrified of his Uh gift. He was terrified uh of speaking what God called him to do because he felt he was not qualified. He felt Uh he wasn't worthy enough. He felt no one would listen. And every time he would go to God and say, is this what you want me to say? He needed assurance. (laughs) But we don't see that in the new. And we need that assurance now. We need to know, yes, God has called you to build this million-dollar business. Yeah, I know you came from nothing. I know you can't count to a billion. I know you can't see it. But you got the vision. So it's possible. But if we don't get that assurance, if we don't see that there's a timeline, there's a time and place, there's a process, we give up. That's right. Because we want instant gratification. We want instant business. We want instant success. I'm not sitting here overnight. This is years of work. God gave me a vision to write a book six years before I did it. You're talking to someone who would not speak in elementary school because I had a speaking problem. And people Uh, told my parents, you need to have that surgery. You need to do this. Now people pay me, Lord of praise God, to this boy. Praise God. Without the surgery, without the tonsils removed, because God said, I will rise you up. Yes, Father. I yes, God. I will make your name great. I will bless you. I will bless those that bless Hallelujah. you. I will curse those that Woo. curse you. Your name will be known over the world. That's what mm. he promised Abraham. And because of that, I am a descendant, and that same promise applies to me. So I think sometimes we get caught up in seeing where people are with titles. With the PhDs, yes, I have it. I use it because God blessed me with it. And he knew that was the uh-huh. only way to get me into doors where he needed me to go, to witness to people who felt because they have these degrees, they don't need him. Because uh-huh. they have the nice cars and the nice houses, they don't need him. But he gave me the PhD to go sit at these tables and say to them, glory be to God. We are here because of God. We're here because of his mercy, and they can't turn me away because I'm qualified and oftentimes more qualified than they are to be at that table. Glory to God. My God, my God, my God. Hallelujah. That's good right there. And when you know that you know that you know that you're fulfilling your assignment, that you're walking in what God calls you to do, and you can do it with confidence because you know the anointing is all over you to accomplish the assignment that the Father has Mm. given to you. And so tonight we're talking about the topic, it's not where you are, but it's where you're going. And so we've been talking um, here for the last few minutes about it's not where you are. So we're going to shift it over to the other side, um, which is it's where you're going. So um, Dr. Powell, tell us a little bit about how that makes that life applicable for us. How can we move from the where we are to the where we're going? It's simple. Let the baggage go. Sometimes Don't make me get up and run, sis. Don't make me get up and run. I will. I will. We can run together. Sometimes we're stuck because baggage is holding us, and we can't get to where we're going because the chains, the cycles of life, our own insecurities, our own fear, our own failures in the past, the things that we don't forgive ourselves for, 
that God has already thrown in the sea of forgiveness. They are holding us so we can't get to where we're going. But we blame everybody around us instead of looking at that image in the mirror and say, I am my own hindrance. And I am my the God, only one God. that is stopping me from going where I need to go. So it is simple. The process may not be simple, but it starts by confessing it and saying to ourselves, mm-hmm. it is I that has stopped me from getting what God has for me, from getting to the place yes. that I'm going where I'm supposed to be. It is me. And once we acknowledge that, it's easier. Then we can do the therapy that we need to do. Then we can go to the Bible studies that we need to be in. Then we can do what we need to do in church. You know, we can do what we need to do in our prayer life. Because once you look in that mirror and you say, you know what, it is I, it doesn't matter what people say. It doesn't matter that people remember what you used to be or what you used to do or what you used to say. Because you've broken all those chains. When you stood before the devil and you say, it is I, I take responsibility. Yes. And that's what people have to realize. If chains are holding you, you can't go. You won't go. But when you break them and free yourself from this world and the pressures of this world, you can go and do anything that is before you without problem, with grace, with mercy, with peace, with satisfaction, with joy. And that's what it's all about. Mm-hmm. Glory be. That's so good. That's good right there. That's good. Wow. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. When you look at where you're going, we must get out of our own way. Sometimes yeah. we're in our own way. We can't move forward because we're blocking our own blessing. We're blocking the door. We're blocking the way. Sometimes we're blocking the way by our thoughts. Sometimes we're blocking the way by our actions. But we are literally standing in our own way. And even as mm-hmm. um, Dr. Powell just said, you know, we have to have that conversation with ourselves. And I'm thinking about mm-hmm. David and how the Word of God talks about how David encouraged himself when he came back. After the men had been gone and when they came back and everything had happened, they had came to, that, to their um, camp and had taken the women captive and, you know, went off with the children and women and burned everything to the ground. And the Bible talks about how David encouraged himself. And I just want yes. to say right here, sometimes we have to encourage ourselves. Sometimes even with tears mm-hmm. streaming down your face, mm-hmm. you have Glory. to get in the mirror and have that conversation with you to, to remind yourself that you are good enough, that you do have what it takes, that God has anointed you for greatness. He's placed gifts, talents, and abilities on the inside of you. And what God, and even as Paul, when he talked to Timothy about stirring up the gifts, Sometimes we aren't who we could be because we don't stir up the gifts. You know, we have talent. We have ability. We have an anointing. But yet we don't do anything with what God has placed on the inside of us, which makes me think about the talent. You know, how, you know, God, um, Jesus said, you know, use a parable about the talents and how when, when the man came back from the talents, this one man had just took his one talent and hid it in the ground. He did absolutely right. nothing with it. Nothing, nothing, nothing with it. So, Dr. Powell, tell us, how can we make sure that we're not allowing our gifts, talents, and abilities to lie dormant, that we're not burying burying them in the ground where they can't be useful to anybody and can't produce any fruit? One thing that we can do is journal. I encourage everyone to journal because as you journal, especially as you're praying and meditating, you are writing down these things that you need to know. You are writing down and you are manifesting gifts, and God will begin to show you patterns and different words that are coming together so that you can see that clearly. Not only journaling, I recommend that if you have a, something that is troubling you, something from your past that you feel that's hindering you, go seek professional help. There is nothing wrong with going to therapy. That's what therapy is there for. I know different faith communities look at that differently. If that's something that you have to talk to your spiritual leader about, do that. 
but go get help. Go talk to someone who's an expert in the area that you need because you cannot move forward if you're not mentally, physically, and emotionally healthy. And some of us are broken because of past experiences, broken because of past relationships. So, yes, we can go to God, we can pray, we can pass, we can meditate. But God also put these people in place to help us. Even in the Bible, the Word of God talks about seeking counsel. Even in the Bible, there was times where, you know, people had to go to get help, and they did it in the temple. The temple was not just a place to pray, but it was a place where everything they needed was there. Their counselors, uh-huh. their guide, the, the, the treasurer was there. The tax collector was there. That was like their state department. And that's how we have uh-huh. to look at uh-huh. things today. So let's not close the door to getting the mental and emotional help we need so that we can move forward and we can make Amen. sure that we're fulfilling our lifelong purpose. And it's about us as individuals, not the people around us, not the naysayers, not our friends. It is about you doing what's best for you so that you can be the best person that God has called, ordained, and predestined you to be. Amen. Amen. It's about you being the best that you can be. Wow, that's powerful. And I think as as I'm, you know, listening as you're speaking, and I and that is true. That is something that a lot of us don't want to do. But um, you know, get counseling, get help. But a lot of people really need that help. You know, I have times, you know, that I share with uh with people, predominantly women, and they're going through things and it just seems to be so deeply rooted that it's more than just with what they're dealing with at the moment. And sometimes mm-hmm. I encourage them, you know, go talk to someone, you know, get some additional support, some counseling. Um, and normally they don't go because they don't think they need it or they're embarrassed. And um, that's the hardest thing to try to encourage someone to do is is to, to seek out that counseling, that additional help that they need. But, you know, it's life-changing. It is life-changing. And the hardest thing to do is take that first step. That's the same with people that are struggling with addiction, you know, with people that have substance abuse, with people that are struggling with domestic violence. The hardest thing there is to do is to say, I have a problem and I need help, you know. But this is how I feel. If your friends and your family members are going to judge you or turn their back on you because you say that, they're not worth having in your circle regardless of who they are, because those people that love you want to see you healthy. They want to see you whole. They want to see you functional. That's right. But if someone wants to see you down in the dumps all the time, depressed, you know, they're not there for your best intentions. And that's a hard pill to swallow, but it's one that we all have to think about as we build relationships in our lives. That, that is so true. Wow. Wow, those are such rich nuggets, such rich nuggets. My goodness, my goodness. I know we did not pause for our Life on Purpose song for the week um, purposely because it was just so much, so much um, knowledge and so many nuggets of wisdom, wisdom nuggets that were being re, um, revealed here tonight. Did not want to interrupt um, the woman of God's flow. So what I'm going to do right now is we're going to pause we're going to have our Life on Purpose song, and if you have a question or a comment, I want to invite you to press the number one on your keypad, and we're going to allow you to ask your question or share your comment. We're going to just take a quick break tonight with a, with a short song. We're going to pick a short song. We're going to have a quick break, um, and it's a song by Ty Tribbett, and the name of the song is Already Won.
have already won. I don't care. We've already won. You got to say that. We always win because we triumph in victory in Christ Jesus. And you are listening live to the Life on Purpose with Deborah Toule broadcast here on the God Squad 66 Network. Thank you for tuning in on this week. My guest has been Tracy McPowell, Dr. Powell, and she has literally, I told her um, on our break that she has blessed my socks off. Um, just so much, so much wisdom, and so many wisdom nuggets um, that she, she she has shared with us tonight. I want to give her an opportunity now to share um, some closing thoughts about our topic tonight, and then also to tell us how we can c- continue to stay connected with her, and then close us out with some prayer. Okay. Um, in closing thoughts, I want to encourage everyone to take some time, you know, this weekend not only to be thankful for ourselves, but to be thankful for those who are less fortunate and those that do not have uh, the food, the nourishment, and the shelter that we have. You know, and ask God, is your purpose includes reaching out and helping someone who's less fortunate? Uh, I want to everyone to take it very seriously that, in order to know what God has planned for you, you must first seek and know God for yourself. And that is a journey within itself, but it is one that's definitely worth taking, and it is one that is continuous throughout life. If you're looking to reach me after the show, I am on Facebook, uh, Tracy Mac Powell. You can reach me on LinkedIn, Dr. Tracy Mac Powell, or you can go to my website, www.practicalleadership.com the number four, the letter U.com. I'm always available. I do respond uh, to messages in my inbox messaging and to my email, practicalleaders um, at gmail.com. So please reach out, ask any questions. If you're looking for books or products or services, I'm having a huge Black Friday event uh, that's coming up uh, on Black Friday. So check out my website, I get signed in there, and you can definitely um, access um, all of our deals that we're promoting. Uh, With that said, I will close us out uh, with a brief prayer. If all hearts and minds are clear, uh, we will go before the Lord and ask his many blessings. Father God, we come to you, Father of sinners, those that have fallen short of your glory so many times. And we ask for your love and your forgiveness, Father, as we go forward to seek your faith, as we ask you for what you have called us to do in this life. What is our purpose for our lives, O oh God? Lord, we ask that you be merciful to us. Lord, we ask that you continue to forgive us, God, and to throw all of our sins and transgressions into the sea of forgottenness. Lord God, as we come upon Thanksgiving, Father, we are ever thankful for your life and for your journey. We're thankful for your son, Jesus, that you brought God to die for our sins and transgressions, one that you've allowed to come back in the form of a spirit to be our comforter and our advocate, oh God. Lord, we may seem ungrateful at times, but God, we are ever grateful for all that you've done for us, for those things that you have not done, but they're in your will to do. We ask, O oh Father, that you continue to open our hearts and minds to see those things that you have planned, to see your vision for our yes. lives, God, to ordain our steps, Father. Lord, as we lack wisdom and understanding, we will ask you, Father, Lord, when we need guidance, we will knock and expect that door to be open, Father. Lord, we ask that you bless us in and out of season, O oh God. Bless us when yes, we're right, God. Yes. Chastise us when we're wrong, O oh God. But, Lord, we ask that you never leave nor forsake us, God. Lord, we thank yes, you tonight Father. for Deborah and this radio show, God. Lord, we ask that this show, God, is not only national but, God, international, God. Lord, we ask that she continue to bless your people worldwide, God, because, Lord, everybody needs encouragement, God. Everybody needs to be uplifted, God, and we all need to be reminded, God, that there are true soldiers in your army, God, that's still fighting, that's still ministering a witness, God, for you. So, God, bless Deborah, bless her family, God. Lord, we thank you that you healed her body, God. Continue to hear her, God. Continue to increase her right now, God. Continue to expand her territory, oh, God. 
Lord, you said that you will make her name great, God. You said that you will bless her, God, and curse those that curse her, oh, God. You said, God, that she's a help and not a hindrance, oh, God. You said, God, that she's a lender, God, God. and not a borrower, oh, God. You said that she's blessed in and out of season, oh, God. Lord, you said that you have ordained her for this day and time, God. You said that you called and anointed her, oh, God. You said that she is your child and you are her father, oh, God. You said that she's a virtuous woman, God, a chosen one, God. Lord, you said that you will bless her, God, in and out of season. Bless her in the valley as well as on the mountaintop, oh, God. You said, God, God, that she's your chosen child, oh, Father. Lord, we ask that those blessings, God, continue to manifest in your name, oh, God. Lord, we ask that she continue to expand and do what you called her to do. Father, we ask that you bless everyone that's listening on tonight, God. Anything that they need, God, we ask that they begin to speak it in this atmosphere, God, and trust that it shall be fulfilled, God. Lord, there will be no fear. There will be no doubt. But, God, they can call things that are not. Hallelujah. Yes, thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. things, God, that they are not tangible, God, and make them come to pass, God. They can command their life, God, to come under your order and your authority, God, and to conform in Jesus' name. Oh, yes, God, we God. thank you, thank Father. You, God. We praise oh, and exalt your name, God. We thank you for every ear that listens to my voice, yes, God. We ask Father. that you bless them, God. Expand their territory, God. Heal bodies yes, and God. minds yes, and God. spirits right now, God. Deliver, God, those that are in bondage, God. Thank Deliver you, those that are struggling with alcohol and drugs, God. Deliver those that are lost, God, and they're looking for their way back, oh, God. Yes, Father, thank you, Lord. Glory to your name, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, God, I thank you, Father. Lord, I thank you for this opportunity. I thank you for your love and your blessings, oh, God. I thank you for your grace that's everlasting. It is in your holy name, in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. Yes, Father. And give you all the glory and all the thanks. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, my God, my God, my Thank God. Father. Ooh, we can mm. just stay here for a while. My goodness, my yes, goodness. Yes, my goodness. yes, yes. God, we thank here. you. We yes. thank you for all that's been mm. said and all that's been said and done here tonight, God. We thank you. Hallelujah. Thank you for my sister, God. Thank her. Thank you, Lord, for her not seeking it robbery to come and share tonight with us the words of wisdom, God, that you've given to her, Father. Pray that you continue to bless her, Father, as you lead, God, and direct her path, God. I thank you, Lord, God, for doors being open that no man can shut, Father. Thank you for doors that need to be shut, God. We call them shut now in Jesus' name, Father. We thank you, Father, God, that the have has not been told, God, but what you're going to do through the life of this mighty woman of God. Continue, Lord God, to show yourself strong and mighty in her life, Father God. Continue, Lord God, to order her steps, Father God, according to your word. Lord, we thank you tonight. Thank you for this precious, precious jewel that you have in the kingdom and how you use her, Lord God, to change, Lord God, a nation, to change a generation, to change the world in which we live. And we give you all the glory, Father. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen, amen, amen. Oh, my goodness, sis, i got to have you back. Oh, my goodness. Y'all know what? We've come to the end of the show. I was just talking to my sis on the break, and she was saying she didn't even cover nothing more, the things she had written down tonight. So guess what? We're going to need her to save that. Because we're going to need her to come back on and share with us again. You are such an inspiration, woman of God. You have truly been a blessing to us tonight, and I want to thank you again for accepting the invitation, and thank you for being here with us tonight on the Life on Purpose broadcast. And I also want to remind our listeners that we are also on on Sunday evenings at 4.30 p.m. on the WDRB Media um, you can tune in to us on the iHeartRadio and also on the TuneIn Radio um, dial. So download that if you have not, and tune in and listen in um, for our show on 4.30 p.m. on Sundays. After you've eaten your dinner and you're relaxing, you may as well listen um, to a little Life on Purpose. All right. Well, hey, guys, it's time for us to, to get on out of here um, so you guys can get ready for the rest of your life. For the rest of your night, just want to remind you um, that, um, you know, when you go through life, you got to live it because life isn't lived 
until it's lived on purpose. I look forward to seeing you back here on next week. Same bad time, same bad channel, 8 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time, here on the God Squad Statistics Network with Life on Purpose with Deborah Tule. God bless you. See you next week. Good night. Good night, sis. Good night. Thank you again for being here. You're welcome. Have a great evening. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.